Welcome to another episode of the SDA podcast. Uh, I'm here with our usual roundtable, minus uh, Dad. Um, best wishes to him. He can't make it to today's recording, but uh, let's do a quick roundtable. Kai, why don't you say hi? Hey everyone, this is your resident Zoomer. Oh my gosh. Uh, actually, I don't like think Like an I'm X, zero, X-O-O-M or Z-O-O-M? <laughs> Which one are you? <laughs> gosh. Uh, no, I'm the uh, token millennial <coughs> here with uh, okay. <laughs> no uh, comic book background. Perfect. Nick Toy? The opposite uh, end Nick? of the spectrum, like the oldest man here. <laughs> 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 the oldest yep. man formed uh, on comic book stuff. I'm here to just give a uh, common person's point of view. Okay. Uh, Arthur? Hi, this is Arthur, uh, <laughs> uh, self-proclaimed comic book nerd and geek of many, many years. So, yeah. And last but not leastly, Ronald Wong. What's up? This is Ronald. Yeah, just a old school fan of DC Comics, but definitely not enjoying this latest round of uh <laughs> movies let's put it at that so yeah but let's dive into it all right uh, our uh, topic of the day uh, of the podcast is going to be the highly <laughs> i guess i don't it's not even controversial it's just the highly talked about wonder woman 1984 uh so i guess a little bit of background on the movie this was supposed to be out um earlier I think this summer, and yep. got pushed to a Christmas release due to the uh, pandemic. And so it was released on HBO Max versus uh, theaters on Christmas Day. Um, and this is a sequel to Patty Jenkins's first uh, Wonder Woman movie that I think uh, a lot of people enjoyed. Um, and uh, people were, I know people were really excited to see what what uh, Patty Jenkins can do next. And so uh, going into this movie, I think a lot of people were excited, myself included. Um, the first one I don't, I don't think was perfect, um, but I think it, there are a lot of fixes that uh, I had hoped to have seen in this movie. And so yeah, came into this one with, with uh, I think a lot of anticipation. I think most people did. Um, but before we jump into that, let's, uh, let's hand it over to our President Nerd for some some uh, comic lore on some of the characters in Wonder Woman 1984. Arthur. Okay. Um, so we all know the main character, so I don't have to get into her too much. Uh, and Steve Trevor, right? He's also pretty well known supporting character in Wonder Woman lore. So let's talk about um, Cheetah. Um, Dr. Minerva, um, I believe she was a doctor in the books. I don't completely know, but she is a real character in Maxwell Lord. So um, they definitely changed her origin in this one a little bit because I believe in the books, her character was has to do with, um, she was either uh, an explorer or something, but it had to do with some I, I Mayan she god. The, exactly, I remember she worked in the jungle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like either an Incan or a Mayan god and there was some deal. I probably should have prepared a little better, but there was something that was um, a deal that went wrong, wasn't right, and then she's sort of cursed to become this character, this cheetah character. So definitely very different from the, the movies. Um, 
I forgot if she worked in archaeology or, or not, but it said zoology. Cryptozoology. Yeah. So then <laughs> there's a little bit of similarity with the movie. Like she's in the life sciences and archaeology and you know, history and stuff like that. Um, but they definitely changed her her background and history a little bit. Um, Cheetah is one of is considered one of Wonder Woman's like rogues galleries. She doesn't have as many big famous ones, but you know she usually is one that would stand out. Um, Maxwell Lord is funny. He's been retcon, retro continuity. For those who don't know what that means, is he started off as uh, a Justice League supporting character back in the the eighties. There was a run, a very famous run in the in the eighties, where they were using a lot of almost second or third string characters for some weird reason they weren't using all the big names and they were only borrowing like the, a big name character like batman or martian manhunter for a little bit but there are this oddball team and when you normally think of the justice league you think of like you know serious and, and high stakes and and uh, you know very big big ideas and big stories and drama but that run was actually um it's affectionately called uh, the bahaha justice league because it was almost done like a comedy um, so it, it was serious. There were serious stories, but they were cracking jokes and having comedy um, cool. all the time. But the funny thing is, it worked. It's one of those okay. weird things where it shouldn't work on paper, but when you read it, it's one of those very rare occasions of the right writer. You have the, the right writer at the right time with the right set of characters and the right kind of support, and it's... actually picked up some recently um but that run you know a run where you think like why would i want to read about a jokey Yes, like you know, antagonist or character. Um, but he was always trying to have certain schemes and do certain things. But he's also supporting the Justice League and trying to get them to be a bigger profile. Then he gets a bigger profile because you know, by virtue of you know, uh, what is it, um, popularity by association, so to speak, right? Mm. That kind of thing. Like there's agent. more to it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Handler, agent, um, that kind of thing. Now, in the mid two thousands, um, Jeff Johns, if you're familiar with who he is, you know, big, very famous, you know. DC creator, he kind of retro continuityed Maxwell Lord. He actually became, uh, how should I put this? I wouldn't say a stone cold killer, but it turned out that he was actually they sort of he changed his character to become um, uh, a leader of a secret cabal of um, I wouldn't say influencers who are trying to man you know manage the or control the world behind the scenes a, a secret uh, cabal a group. Called checkmate. social media influencers, not social media, but um, deep state. A little beyond, deep, beyond deep that state, yeah, almost like that. But and then they sort of retcon where he was like, you know, all the stuff that I did in the 80s with the Justice League that was just my cover. I was trying to get more influence for you guys so that I can kind of get you know more power and more prestige behind the scenes. So he was his character was actually retconned, so now he's no longer the sort of funny, semi serious, jokey handler agent, he's actually considered like a threat um and he actually pitted the league against all these things and he actually killed the blue beetle spoilers in the book he murdered him (laughs) 
and then set off a chain of events and then forced um, in one famous story, he actually forced um, Wonder Woman and Superman at the time to fight each other because he actually had powers. They, they retconned him a little bit and said he had these low level telepathic powers and he was able to kind of influence and push you to do things. And he was forcing, isn't, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of condensing it really quickly. Killing, killing Blue Beetle, isn't, isn't that from Identity Crisis? Yes, no, in, Infinite Crisis, exactly. That Infinite was the Crisis, yeah. Yep, exactly, exactly. So he- But was, he was that, that Maxwell Lord? Yeah, that was Maxwell Lord. So that was a shock. That was an absolute shock when I read it at the time. And then I guess her, his, his history to Wonder Woman is, um, since he has low level telepathic powers, he can influence and push, he was pushing the Man of Steel to do all these crazy things. And you know, Ooh. the Man of Steel was under his control. And Wonder Woman was like the last line of defense or something was the only way to like stop him. And she couldn't do it, of course. Like after a certain point, you know, he's gonna just keep going and going. And the only way to stop the Man of Steel is she had to take extreme action against Maxwell Lord. So in the, one of those famous stories, she actually killed him, killed Maxwell Lord, spoilers, um, you know, broke his neck. And that was the only way to stop Superman Ooh. from going t totally rogue. Because he couldn't, you know, she, she had to think of something to do, right? And that, of course, drew, um, uh, created a rift between certain members of the league saying, like, how could you do that? We're supposed to be better than that. So she got reprimanded by Batman and some others who are more like, we should never kill. And then there's others where, look, you know, she did what she had to do given the circumstance. And of course, the Man of Steel is sort of like in the middle, like, you know. Hey, so uh, so I'd, watched that, I'd watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty, you know, and, and it, that's still a thread in her history. So Maxwell Lord- It's called BVS. Yeah, he's back yeah, now, right? Actually, you know, yeah, exactly. So in the recent books, I think he's back, but that, that incident is still around because they know what happened. And, and so she, I, almost when they announced this movie, when they said Maxwell Lord, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see why they want put him as potential antagonist because he's not more of a physical threat per se. He's more of like, um, um, not, a, uh, not a passive threat, but you know what I mean, right? He's more of a intellectual or different type yeah. of threat. Now in the movie, his character is totally different, of course. <laughs> let's, uh, which, let's, let's jump into it. We'll talk it. about that, but it, for, the, for the comic book lord, that's kind of in a nutshell, um, his background and why I wasn't surprised to see him in this movie because now he has, very shared history with Wonder Woman. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Um, I kind of wanted to do a new segment. <laughs> uh, just because I found some of these comments uh, so funny when I first read it. And, and a lot of this we're going to talk about anyway. But uh, let's do a new quick segment. First, like, top discussion threads in Reddit for the spoilers discussion of Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> first comment. Nice. It seems odd to me that Diana never considered the moral ramifications of Steve taking over some dude's body. Like, not even for uh, a second. Yes. And the guy yeah. he took over is apparently a cool guy and didn't deserve to have his body stolen. <laughs> That's the top comment. Second comment. Um, how come nuclear missiles can appear out of nowhere, but Steve has to take an innocent man's life to appear? Yes. Okay. Uh, I read that one as well. Third those. one. Uh, was Max Lord's kid just sitting in the office the entire duration of the plot? <laughs> was he being fed? Did he sleep on the floor and wear the same clothes? <laughs> He's a new character, I believe. Okay. Um, That's funny. Uh, last two items before we jump into our reviews. The, um, the fourth item, I recant my wish to want to see that movie. <laughs> oh, man. And then the last one here is, uh, I like how the movie escalated from a cup of coffee to World War III. So 
With that said, uh, let's jump into our reviews. Uh, Arthur Wu, why don't you continue your role? What did you think of Wonder Woman 1984? Wow. So like you and like Manny's, others, I was excited going in. So, and I, I saw the first trailer, and that's kind of where I stopped. And that was a really nice trailer because they, they matched really good music with it. So I was very excited. I, was wondering I haven't really, even seen it yet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's a good trailer? The very okay. good trailer. Yeah. They had really good music, out. and they had hits with it. So it, the tone actually felt different than that one. Yeah. Um, and I, I was one of those who did enjoy you know, the first movie, um, with the exception of the third act, which I think that was the weak part. But overall, they, you know, they captured the character really well. One, um, one comment, uh, yes. that third act apparently was kind yes, of forced on by the studio. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. like many things, of course. Yeah. Um, so that's a side type. So going in, I'm thinking, okay, great. You know, I'm looking forward to this movie. And oh, gosh, so let me, let me start, I guess, with the things I liked. Okay. Um, I think Godot is still great as the character herself. She plays Diana really well. Um, I think she has great chemistry with Steve, Trevor. So. Her and Pine are, are good together. Um, I like Kristen Wiig and Pedro Pascal. I thought they both played their characters, you know, as well as I expected uh, for what they were given, and I, I enjoyed their performances. Um, but there's definitely some weird storytelling issues in terms of continuity. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah, in terms of tone, in terms of. Um, uh, I, wouldn't, I don't know if it's plot holes, but there's some... Okay, so let's, let's talk about the Reddit thing, okay? So um, the first comment is mostly the, the body swapping thing, right? Now, from what I understand, Jenkins took a lot of um, 80, 80s tropes, movie tropes, right? Um, and I, I caught some of that. So like, for example, in the mall scene, that felt very much like a Richard Donner, original Superman 1, Superman 2 kind of thing, where it was sort of breezy, cheesy but fun, but light kind of tone, right? Um, which I know she was paying homage to. Okay, that's okay. So the whole body swapping thing reminded me of things like Big with Tom Hanks, um, all the Freaky Friday movies. So I know she was paying homage to it. All the people who are talking about, um, well, why didn't they just generate a new Steve instead of take over a person's body, right? Because there's, there's ramifications, obviously, right? So from what I got from watching it is, if it was a new Steve, there was no point for her to give up her wish because there's no consequence for her. Because if everybody else had a wish, but there was a consequence, she would just say, well, it's fine, but Steve's okay. I can but keep she had her, her consequence was her losing her powers. Yeah, but she, she would be willing to give up that up. Wait, it's wait. Not as important. So to me, it's not important, right? So for when I looked, watched it, but, I feel like the reason wait. why... So hold on. So the okay, reason okay. why, from Are what I finished? understand, is that you have to they have to take over another person's body is that her wish is selfish her happiness is selfish because it it it's dependent upon someone else's misfortune uh, so to speak and that i think you know she has to recant her wish otherwise that other guy loses out now the problem i have with that is not not because they they use that it's that it was very poorly communicated it they didn't really clarify like okay i can't be happy with steve because it's at the expense of another human being. That's not right. I would have actually preferred that. But I don't feel that was communicated really well or really shown that she really feels bad. Not at all. Like, not zero. Like, that was never brought <laughs> exactly. up once. Yeah. It, was, it was very poorly communicated. So for the, all the people that says, well, why don't you just have a, you know, a fresh Steve, for lack of a better word? Yeah. Well, 
that there's no consequence, right, for her. Because she was like, okay, fine, everybody recant their wish, but I want to keep my Steve. There's no prop, there's no problem with that. Ex- if I lose my if I lose my powers, it's okay. It's worth it for Steve. Like it's worth it for Steve. Like I think her, she would prefer gaining Steve and would be okay with losing her powers. But there, that's it's a better that would be a better uh, option for her versus okay, I can't have my happiness be at the expense of another human being. That is infinitely worse and against what I stand for. I can't do that. I'm willing to lose my powers for happiness if it was a fresh Steve. But because it was at the expense of someone else being taken over, that that just morally I, is I wrong. I still see problems in that, though. Like that's then, morally then wrong. She, then she Maybe becomes not a hero. Thing. She's not a hero. Like if her point is that she's a hero, like you have to write her, like well, she's willing to give up her love, exactly. like she's willing to be selfless to give her. Right. So give, that's where I felt it was not communicated properly. Where I, where I, I don't I, think you need a body, though. I I still don't think you need well, to. So to me, it's like if they said, look, you know, if she really w- realized what was going on and said, like, oh, my gosh, we can't do this, Steve, because we've taken over somebody else's body. That's not right. I can't do this as much as I love you. I, this cannot that. be right. Exactly. They don't communicate that well. And then if she's learning that lesson and sacrificing and the boat, two of them, you know, the two of them have come to the realization that our happiness is at the expense of another. We can't do that. That's perfectly in character for her or that's perfectly in character for a hero to to be the bigger person and to grow. But I think that was not communicated very well. And that wasn't shown that Diana was giving that up. Like she just but sort I, of walked away and was sad, right? And I was like, I guess you learned your lesson, but I don't really think so. Can I say but, I'm glad you have like some explanation because that's fine with me as long as there's any explanation. Because for me, the whole time in the movie, I'm like, why? Why, mm-hmm. why is she? <laughs> Like why no, I didn't notice it like much. A dude's body, like everyone else, just gets their wish. <laughs> yeah, and I frankly, I, I didn't really get. To me. And I'm I frankly didn't. And frankly, I didn't understand that whole thing. I, I was still, I was still trying to figure out the mechanics, so it didn't really bother me that much until I read the stuff later on after the movie. But then, as I thought about it, that's more, a like, really okay. bad job. I mean, I'm just saying, like that's like a exactly. really bad job. Uh, exactly. Uh, so like I, exactly, I agree. So if you have to read I, it afterwards, I mean, that still to me is not a great explanation, but. Well, I feel like there's a lack of communication of clarity of that, where if they communicated properly and said, this is not right, I cannot do this at the expense of another character, I need to be, I need to be a hero. Okay, I would have been okay with that. Because now you've learned and, and, you, and you've decided to, to, you know, to give up and sacrifice. Now you're just like everybody else in the whole, whole world who's, uh, who you're asking to recant wish. If you're asking the whole world to do something you're not willing to do, then you're not a hero, in my opinion. So, you know, you have to have something at stake too. Otherwise, you have no business telling the rest of the world you have to recount the wish. Well, what makes you, you know, more? Uh, what makes your wish more important than mine? She has. To I mean, have that to that, that is like throughout the entire movie. Like true, <laughs> who, true. Like whose wish is? Yeah, is it exactly. FIFO, LIFO? Like what? What? What is it? Like exactly. <laughs> <Lifo>. FIFO. <laughs> true, true. So, just to address that, that's how I felt about that. Point. I just yeah. felt there was a lack of clarity, okay. articulation. I mean, there's a lot of points here. What, what, yeah. I mean, what what else do you but, have? Like, um, it's just the t- the the pacing was sort of uneven feeling. Agreed. Like, you know, yeah. um, even the mall scene, which I understand was Richard Donnerish, I felt like the 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 criminals in that one were just kind of goofy to the point where it's like, like if you watch the original Christopher Reeve Superman movies, even though the the villains or the criminals might be goofy, they were still a threat you know, to a point. These guys are like absolutely incompetent. 
And then she was running around chasing two of them, but they don't even look like, well, how did you recognize these two guys who were criminals? You know, because there's four, there's two of them, two of them were very obvious. And the two, the other two were just running off. Like, how did you recognize these two that were bad? They were so ridiculously incompetent that it, it just made no sense to me. So I get the, the vibe of that, which I didn't mind, but it just felt kind of like not completely there. Um, other things were like... Um, wait, 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 but while you're on the topic, mm-hmm. apparently all you need to do is shh, and then no one will say anything about Wonder Woman. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. And that like, sounds like... Exactly. Oh, that wow. goes, so that goes into entire, my... The entire population. Like, saw yeah, her. so that kind of goes into continuity things where you're thinking, of, okay, well, does nobody remember the world-shattering events of 1984? Uh, yeah. You can, you can fly. So why didn't you fly in BVS and <laughs> Justice League? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you, you, you know, flying will make a big so deal. Why, right? th- there's no, there's zero continuity. Like, let's just, let's exactly. just say it now. So, there's no, like, DC universe. I mean, right. it's, it's yeah. so... To me, it's yeah, like Jenkins is like, like I, I kind of, Jenkins wants to do her own thing and is trying to dissolve the Snyder stuff as much as she can. Because yeah. it, it's pretty obvious, like she's because she, she wanted to do or she wants to do the Wonder Woman movie, but then unfortunately Snyder did his stuff first and sort of set in motion certain things that she had to either work around or had to just basically ignore. And it looks like she's just ignoring it. And well, unfortunately, I mean, that, 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 when you ignore it, it breaks continuity. <laughs> so that's which is the problem fine. When you, try to shoehorn, when you try to shoehorn stuff into into history, like a yeah. prequel, you're always your hands are always going to be tied by what happens in yeah. the future, right? Yeah. So, you know, she, that, that moment of flying is kind of cool. I mean, that moment is, is neat because there's something, there's something about it trying to be inspiring. But then I kept thinking like, wait, but she didn't fly in Justice League or BBS afterwards. Like, that's a problem. Okay, well, this is the DCEU. Never mind. No, yeah, so not I, I, I'm not going to worry so much about that. It's multiverse. Um, yeah. And then the whole wishing thing, you know, I kind of get it, but it's also a little sloppy in terms of... <laughs> Like Little. you said, first and mechanics. Yeah, it's very, yeah, yeah, nothing nothing very nice. makes sense. Zero, nothing makes sense. Like, and I, I liked, you know, I liked the characters, like Kristen Wiig again, Pedro Pascal. I thought they did a good job given what they had to work with and the characters they were playing. Um, it's just kind of weird where the relationship between Cheetah and Wonder Woman are first kind of close, and then all of a sudden they're like. Um, she can just kind of boss each other around as if they're really good friends. I'm like, wow, you you only hung out with like one or two lunch times, and now you're you're talking like as if you're close friends and you can cap on each other that deeply. And and she's all mad that she's this great big person. And it's like, well, wait a second, do you barely know each other? You know, that that's kind of weird. Um, oh gosh, there was one more thing. It was it was it actually bothered me during the movie, and I I was watching it with a friend virtually. It was it's strange. So Steve is able to fly modern aircraft. Okay, you're in World War One. <laughs> no yeah, that was you, a fun you can, one. Yeah, you can pick that up. Okay, go into a museum that just uh, has a plane that has gas in it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so that's the thing. So I'm like, okay, I can kind and, of and let you go to the Middle East. Exactly, from, you can fly from the Smithsonian <laughs> and all there the way back. to and there and back, and then still be in time to meet that guy or Minerva in that yeah. to figure out the whole thing. I'm like, that's just weird timing. Like, yeah. if they explained it with the whole invisible jet thing. Like she has, so the invisible jet is a, is a, a, a tr- not a trope, but it's a, an iconic thing in, in Wonder Woman lore. The, the way she made it invisible is so bad, though. That, it's that, pretty that cheesy. It's I'll pretty cheesy. Is, but yeah, I'm okay with it. If, if, if you explain it and say, look, this is technology that I use, 
and this will change this jet to do certain things. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it because it's magic. In the books, they use that as a as a trope to to either have a jet, depending on who's writing the story, or sometimes it's. I've heard one writer, I don't remember, where they said like this invisible technology is what actually allows her to fly. Like it's it wraps around her, and that's that's how she actually flies. I don't don't quote me on that completely, but depends on who's writing it. So if they did something like that with the invisible technology, quote unquote, I'm like, okay. I can kind of accept it, but it's like, okay, they just flew from the Smithsonian and back, no problem. Steve was piloting it the whole time. I'm like, wow, 22-hour flight plus, back and forth, and you had it, you made it in time to that one guy's place to learn about this Incan god. It was Incan or Mayan? I don't remember, right? Mayan, Mayan whatever, right? it didn't matter. You made it in time, and then you were able to yell at your, 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 your Minerva as if she's some close friend and just force her to be there. That was just weird to me during the movie. I was like, well, this is so strange. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the things. Uh, I don't know what else was in that Reddit. No, no, I mean, just provide your, your overall thoughts. I mean, we, I, I know we, everyone else yeah, has, so. has opinions as well, but yeah. Sure. What, did so, you, what did you think of the movie? It just felt, okay, so the other thing I, I'll forget I really liked is Themyscira. Like anytime Themyscira is shown, like either whether it was in Justice League or Wonder Woman 1 or even here, those scenes are great. Like the Amazons doing Amazon stuff. So the beginning was cool. Like seeing the little girl, her, and Robin Wright and um, Connie Nielsen, right? In their respective roles. They, they were awesome. I thought. You mean, you, you mean a little girl just schooling all of these yeah. grown Amazonians? Yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because she's supposed who to be. Who apparently in the first movie wasn't allowed to even do that until she was a teenager. So she retconned her own movie. Yeah, I'll have to go back to that. I didn't understand but... the beginning part. What was going on actually? What? Because I was like, it looked like they were playing kind of like a the Harry Potter game, like a Quidditch or something. Oh, it's I think it's like <laughs> Iron. I think it's like Iron Woman. It's like a triathlon. American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, it's like a triathlon. American Ninja Warrior. Themyscira Ninja Warrior. Yeah, it's just they they beats of kicking it around, and then they just stopped when the other ladies came in. I was like, what was that? Yeah, None and of it so I I thought that part was cool. I thought that was cool because you're using that as a way to like teach her about something, and which I thought would pay off more in the end. But yeah, so it was kind of sloppy. That, that's my issue. Is that I thought the beginning scene was cool too, except for that you could have taken the whole scene out of the goddamn movie and nobody would know the difference. Like, there's no yeah, real true. reason well, well, or well, no well, lesson. Because the lesson, the lesson was what? Because she cheated. Don't cheat. Like she cannot win. But I don't. No, think no, no. That it was is... it was trying to be tied around the concept of truth. Truth. Being yeah. Truthful. Truth. Truth. Yes. Right, because mm. the 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 common quote is that there's two stories and the truth, right? Yep. And this was supposed to be her becoming a paragon of truth, but you know, as a kid, she can't but be doing. It, how does the things. movie end up there? It doesn't really. It doesn't. That's my point. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. I was just yeah. trying to say it doesn't tie what they're trying well. to set up. It, All they did, it, it, the only connection is the armor thing that they tease. There's the only oh, yeah. connection thread. Yeah, That's yeah, about yeah. it. And it's a blink and you miss box of tissue. Yeah. I mean, it just seemed like it was tacked on just to bring Robin Wright and her mom back for like a short scene. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It just didn't seem necessary by the end of the movie. It isn't necessary, but I enjoyed that sequence. I thought, oh, this is starting out pretty cool. All right. Let's see where this may allude to something in the rest of the movie. It doesn't much. <laughs> But when I started watching it, I thought that was a cool scene. I did like the end credit scene also. Whether that's a nod or something for the third movie, I thought that was cool. We can talk about that later. Um, 
So you okay. have to be kind of be old school with that. But anyway, those are kind of my general thoughts. Right. I'm sure more will come up. Ronald, uh, I'm going from uh, most expertise to the least amount. So sure. Ronald, keep going, Ron, you mean, going last. Wait, that doesn't seem right. Cool. <laughs> so, I'll, uh, I, I can pretty much summarize this or my, my feelings about this movie by saying, you know, our last podcast, we talked about Tenet. And the only way oh, to yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. that, that I feel like the only way that you really could have enjoyed Tenet is if you put a lot of brain power into it and you really kind of thought through it, worked out all the mechanics and the details. Made up a just, bunch of stuff. Made <laughs> a bunch of, you know, you know, but like really kind of dig into uh, what is going on, right? Wonder Woman is the opposite. You cannot <laughs> think about it. You cannot dig at all. Anything. Don't think about it. Just go with it. And that's the only way you can enjoy it because if you think for more than a second about wait what just happened, you will be taken out basically uh, of of the movie in terms of you know suspending disbelief and whatnot. You know because I, I get it right. Patty Jenkins was kind of this is 1984. It's in the title. Um, they are, are kind of doing the whole nostalgia thing where it's like uh, a time where movies were cheesier. And that was totally okay. And uh, I, I, I was going with it, you know, and I felt like that was totally all right uh, in the mall scene and things like that. Like, hey, it's fun, it's, it's playful. And if you can kind of keep that, that tone, um, I think that could, be, could have been an enjoyable movie. But I really think that they, they went too far with, hey, let's keep it um, just kind of like not too, uh, cerebral at all. It was the complete opposite of cerebral. There was just a lot of things that that didn't make sense logically. Um, and I'm not saying that superhero movies always need to make sense logically, but I think superhero movies have been elevated now to a point where, hey, people are thinking about like what, how things work, and you 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 got to give um, the audience more credit for their intelligence than just saying hey oh, it's what it is she can make a plane invisible like uh, okay um yeah uh, superhero movies or superhero movie fans are thinking about a lot of stuff and reading into a lot of stuff and if you're gonna if you're gonna do a movie like this you're basically discrediting uh all the time that the fans put into learning the lore learning the universe and you know building up rules and story and continuity behind it that's my overall arching ish issue with the movie with that said I, I have other nitpicky things too like man the cg oh agreed the lasso and, bugged and, me the lasso definitely the lasso bugged me. bugged me right yeah. but there's also yeah. the uh so the floating There's steps. Yeah. Okay, the floating steps. Exactly what I was going to say. This Agreed. comes from, do you know, if you guys watch Smallville or even the CW Flash, I've only seen one or two episodes because yeah, Arthur totally. really kept asking me to watch it. They, <laughs> they all have the same issue, which is when they run, you can tell that they're not going anywhere. They're not moving anywhere. They're just superimposing <laughs> the screen behind them because yeah. their head does not move at all. They're like just frozen in place, moving their hands and the backgrounds and sides <laughs> moving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and for the CW, CW TV, show, yeah. 
With a CW show, I get it, right? You're on a limited budget. You did it really well right there, Ronald. You looked like that that looked like a scene. (laughs) (laughs) Smallville flying. (laughs) It's Smallville, man. It's it's the flash, which is again fine for those TV shows, but you're you're talking about a big budget movie here. You can do better than that. The other thing that really bugged me is that scene when she swung to rescue those kids uh yeah. off of the highway. Oh yeah. the mannequins yes. you mean. Yes, yes. The, <laughs> the 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 physics of that just I was just like nah, this is it was making weird. my head hurt. Like, it was it weird. Looks yeah. really, really weird. Yeah. Agreed. And she did the exact same move in the mall in the mall scene too. So the, I feel like they really yeah. committed to the physics of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of that particular Wonder Woman move. It became like a almost like a signature move for her. So I don't know, like uh, again, these are for at some point in time, I feel like these could have been really nitpicky things. Yeah, like but, w- with a delay, don't you? <laughs> you would have cut more I know. time to work Why on shit. Why couldn't you like, have edited it? Right? I mean, I know like, you have. Uh, mo- I know it costs money, but it's just like, why, why wouldn't somebody go through and just like, uh, maybe something doesn't look right. We should spend a little bit more time on this. Yeah, they probably yeah. thought they didn't need to. But I, I, see, I, I, I don't understand that. I can't. I can't see why somebody would say like, "No, I don't think anybody will care. I don't think anybody will notice." Like, <laughs> you can't get away with that stuff anymore. Yeah, I know. True. No, I'm glad you it, brought that it's, up. It's, it's like it if you brought back that scene from what, what the old um, uh, Batman with um, George Clooney, and what was his? Remember that part oh, when he gets hacked? Oh gosh. Uh, and his password is like, oh my gosh, Batman and Robin. You mean? Yeah, yeah, this is from Batman and Robin. A- anyways, stupid password, basically, where, you know, back in the 90s. Password sure. one, two, three. It was not even password. It was it was his girlfriend's last name. Vale? Something like that, I think. Okay. I think it was Vale. Yeah, Vicky, Vicky Vale, right? And uh, I don't know. Stuff like that, you can get away back then. But today, nobody's making, especially Batman. He's not making his password veil one two three. Yeah, and if you the tone of the movie was like that, I think it's okay. But yeah, I, I'm with it's you. Like that. enhance in CSI. Exactly, enhance. Enhance. You can't get away. With, you can't get away with those tropes and and those that 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 level of uh, foolishness anymore. Yeah, the lasso CGI just looked off to me. It just was like it, I don't mind it glowing in the dark, but it just felt like it didn't have a certain level of weight to it. There was no weight. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, just, it was just it, weird. It, or textural like, weight. It looked like it was out of an animated show, honestly. Like, if you just took the animated yeah. piece of it and it put yeah. it into mm-hmm. a movie, that's what it looked like. Um, right. I, I watched the the mall scene again because I was just, like, testing in my theater. And uh, it was kind of... I don't want to... Like, Gal Gadot, like, was trying super hard, too, during the lasso parts. Like, she's, like, trying to sell this thing like it's a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. It was just kind of awkward. So if, if you go back and watch it again, it just seems like, yeah, this is just a uh, super CGI, and, and she's trying to sell it, but it just It wasn't just the CGI for me. It was the, the bad CGI. It was that during a lot of the action scenes, she looks really bored. Like, she's supposed to be, like, in the middle of, like, running or swinging, and then when they kind of, when you look at her facial expression, she looks just kind of, like, she looked bored the whole movie. She she looked bored while yeah. she was like swinging through the air. Yeah. When she's like running down the that road in the desert, like she's just kind of like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? It doesn't. It looks There's like no in- intensity. From, I know, mean, she is not like the greatest actress. Let's be honest. No, she not at all. Well, I, 
I do think that she is, could be a good Wonder Woman, though. You know, I, I exactly. still think Wonder Woman cast it In right. Wonder Woman 1, she had the great action sequence. She was intense and, and passionate. Yeah, and, in and it was in she was, like, great in the action scenes in 1. And this one, I totally agree, Nick. You're like, it's not, not, not completely there. She didn't seem into it. She's very, like, I don't know. She seemed kind of disconnected during a lot of, like, the fight scenes and the action scenes. I was like, I get it's really bad CGI, and, you know, she's... Yeah, the, the, studio, uh, the third. But I felt like I was watching somebody in a studio. Choreography was just off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 last like act with her fighting Cheeto is kind of like oh, it's more mm-hmm. CGI, like more CGI yeah, fighting. Yeah, like, in the dark. Well, the the way that they were kind of like catching each other in the air and like spinning around, it just it just felt so weightless. It, yeah. It yeah. Didn't really feel like there was any real impact to anything. Right. Yeah. And it's in the dark. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, that didn't help. Yeah. No, no more, no more dark fighting scenes. Jeez, I'm tired yeah. of it. Uh, Ronald, any any final thoughts? Yeah. No. I mean, I think the the main um, positives to me was um, Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord. Oh, I, absolutely. I think with the material that he had, um, he 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 could have made it really powerful. Like, if they ha- didn't have so many um, weird. Logicals, like, I mean, I, I get how wise. I don't know. I don't want to make this like a weird racial thing, but like, the kid did not look like him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a little weird. I was like, yeah. is it his son? Was he adopted? Or, or was it just, it was weird. Multi- and like, multiracial. I, multiracial, which would have been totally fine, like, totally cool, but make it There's a little, no explain it a little better, like, why? Okay. But I, I did really like his performance. He sold yeah, that he's crazy. Still, he still sold the last scene. Yeah, like he he had that desperate, you know, feeling that he um in his eyes, like he got that down oh, yeah. really well. And I think he sold the love for his son. Like, like yes. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. He totally did. Yeah. So I think that to me probably was the highlight of the movie. Okay. Um, that's fair. All right, uh, Kai, why don't you go next? You think I'm more informed than you on DC? I mean, at this point, I don't really re- review any movies anymore. I just kind of like make comments, and then I I provide like a two minute like <laughs> recap okay, of what okay. I think. Yeah. So, so let's begin with one of my fun uh, issues with this movie. To me, it felt like Gal Gadot just wanted to just show off her wardrobe the whole movie (laughs) this is like here this is my winter collection uh here's my uh, cocktail party collection um most notably i'm just gonna completely ignore what period i'm in right so like here's gal gadot just going around walking around in like whatever like uh fashion show type clothes that she happens to have at home where you constantly forget that this is a movie called wonder woman 1984 except for like the stereotypical uh exercise uh scenes where they have like their jazzercise outfits on and you're like oh like that's right we're in the 80s right like you forget you know yeah Uh, maybe maybe kristen wig has her shoulder pads once in a while but that's gone pretty quickly right it's literally the only reason there's no reason why this movie needed to be in the 80s like right there's no soundtrack 
Like, yeah, I think there's like maybe one or two songs. That was really disappointing. Um, th- there's no music. like, I mean, there's one the the Steve Trevor changing clothes scene that to show some '80s clothes. I mean, that was really right. it. There's there's no reason. Yeah. Why, like, yeah, it had to be in the '80s at all. Um, disappointing so, as an '80s fan. Yeah. Can you was the trailer cut like it was going to be like a whole '80s thing? It the trailer it was, was like, awesome. The first okay. trailer, like they were playing this really cool '80s soundtrack, and they okay. were hitting certain scenes with the soundtrack, and I thought, "Wow, this is cool!" Yeah. So okay. the trailer was awesome. Uh, um, yeah. That that was disappointing. Okay. With no music. Yeah, and I I never watched the trailer, but you know, zooming back a little bit, I had zero expectations going into this, um, mostly because for me, Wonder Woman, the first one, um, even though it's like a a brighter light in the DC universe. It's still not that great of one, in my opinion. I considered it to kind of be similar to Black Panther in terms of, like, on the surface, everyone's excited about Black Panther because of what it represents and, like, how it's awesome to establish a character like that. But I still felt like as a movie on its own, it just didn't do a great job telling a great story or setting up an universe that, was super awesome for the MCU standard, right? Um, and Wonder Woman kind of felt the same way. Like it just, it got the benefit because of like kind of the social political climate and people kind of look over a lot of the other stuff because it's like, wow, like we've been able to make a movie that's, you know, a, a little bit less, uh, a less common, whatever you want to call it, right? Like, uh, less represented entity in the, in the movie universe, but um, it's really telling when you have someone as famous and great as Kristen Wiig, and on the weekend before the movie comes out on Disney Plus, she doesn't even plug it on Saturday Night Live, right? Uh, First of all, it's HBO it. Max, okay. Second of all, okay, I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah. Um, when she was in the in the the first scene, she really stole it because I mean she's great. I love her, right? She does a great job, and I was really happy with where the character was going to start out. But then it just escalated into like this, like jealous, like kind of like power mongering character it just it just slowly bled and died into like whatever cheetah ended up being at the end of the movie right so just to clarify what was taken away from her was like her goodness that's i I but that's my point they don't establish that nice (laughs) yeah fucking terrible i'm sorry that's (laughs) bad writing it's they they don't establish the relationship with with wonder woman at all right they don't establish her as a character for someone who was either not appreciated or had gone through a lot of like, you know, let's just say the tropey bullying, you know, like whatever it is that made her resentful of not being in a position of power, right? Whether because she's a woman or because she always gets overlooked because she's the classical nerd, whatever it is, none of it was really believable. All of it was half-assed, and I felt really bad, because I was like, this could have been such great character development, not only for Cheetah, but for Dana. Like, Dana could have, like, realized that as a human, 
not superhero. She has effects on regular people, right? Because she either, you know, not like literally is a role model because apparently she wants to keep her identity hush hush, but just as a human in the world, you know, she can either be a force for good as a role model or, you know, someone who just walks around and looks blank in every conversation that she has. Um, and so that, that was super missed opportunity. I kind of just checked out on that whole character development. Cause I was just like, it's just not going anywhere. Um, so to me, that was a big loss. And uh, outside some of the other stuff that people had said, I, Really enjoyed Pedro Pascal's performance. I think he did amazing as the villain for what he had given to him. Same with Chris Pine. Chris Pine did a great job, as always. Um, those were kind of like the highlight of of just what was like a trash pile of a movie, like barring all the stupid plot points. Like, I was just happy that I went in with low expectations and was eventually just sad that we didn't have anything to look forward to after this movie um because you're right like the whole wish thing is just a complete nightmare they did like this awkward shoe-in of some like random dude that has like a mayan book just to advance the plot like what the heck was that like it just felt (laughs) so lazy and disrespectful on all fronts (laughs) where i'm like why why would anyone yeah you have a question a question so does the stone allow you to wish without actually saying it? It must so right? because that's you know that, that's another avenue that could have been more interesting, right? So the first movie is all about these gods, right? These these Norse these Norse-esque gods, right? Um yeah. and how they meddle with the human world. They try to allude to that. Yeah. And again, they don't develop the idea. They just drop it. I know. Right? Like, I thought they were, we were going to find out something about the stone or who made it or like reason oh, yeah. why. Like, be like a, a Greek god that we don't know about. Something, yeah. Like, or even a Mayan god. About it or, yeah. And, and nothing. Nothing. It's just like, it's like, yeah, it's just a stone. Stone that <laughs> causes people to have wishes that is like some monkey paw stuff. I forgot. They just <laughs> found it. At the beginning of the movie, they just like somebody dug it up. It was in a or it was just shipped. Pawn shop? No, it was in a bank. It was in the it was the beginning. Yeah, yeah, the, the, mall. Mall. Yeah, the mall. Yeah, it's in the mall. They bought it from the mall. Oh. Okay, <laughs> but but Maxwell Laura was fine looking for it the whole time. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. been looking for it. Yeah, Diana just comes across it. Um, and the the to to wrap up kind of my side of this the i think the most like the best representation of what i thought this movie was was essentially that last scene which was incredibly awkward where she's trying to like stop maxwell lord convince him to renounce his wish get him to kind of understand the consequences of his actions and she's getting like tossed around like a bag of chips and she kind of just looks like she's like crumpled up and giving up in the corner like it just looked really pathetic um not even mentioning how pathetic the armor was that was so lazily set up yeah Um, i I had a question while watching that how did she get it on was she traveling over there and then when she got there she just like had it on 
There was a very short, very short cut. There's a very short cut where you see her at home. Very short cut. Okay. Okay. Uh, So I missed that. I totally missed that. (laughs) There's like another scene where she's like in a car, in the car, and then like the next scene, she's in her outfit. Like there's no change. She's like wearing. Yep. 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 Yeah. She's like running. I was like, wait, did I? I thought I missed something. So we round. I was like, nope, (laughs) I didn't miss anything. Yeah. No. On the way to the cap or to the island she had made a pit stop to uh, get her armor which is another logistical issue but anyway um and then she like has this speech right this speech where she tries to tell everyone in the world to recant their wish regardless of what kind of wish it was right it could have been a good wish right who knows but she like attempts to do the impossible and i think this just like drives home what i find um upsets a lot of people for a lot of these types of movies like um like ronald was kind of talking about you can be logically improbable in terms of like superpowers magical abilities whatever but you can't be logistically improbable and that's when people will nitpick you and say uh you can't get a jet fully field from a museum and fly to the Middle East and back, <laughs> right? You can't know how to fly a jet despite being a World War One pilot. You know, you can't, you know, like these like these lazy things where people can say, sure, she can turn a plane invisible, but don't tell me that, you know, she can uh do this other thing that that we find to be, you know, as a human, like something we can reason about. Um, but she closes with this this ridiculous monologue about telling the whole human population to think of think of everyone else, and it's kind of like how earlier in the pandemic she got caught making this video with a whole bunch of celebrities. Oh, yeah, I should have known. I should have known. When that shit came out, I would have been like, "Oh, damn, this is gonna be a shitty movie." Yeah, like that just reminded me of that scene where I'm like, "Yep." She is so disconnected from everything, yeah. That this is essentially verbatim the same feeling, where she's like trying to sing a song about imagining not having rolly possessions as an alias celebrity in her mansion, telling people to appreciate the things that they have. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is so dumb. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Yeah, I'm over it. A very real lack of uh, self-awareness there. Yeah, so much lack of perspective. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if that's Jenkins and John's writing, and or her. <laughs> well, I mean, now the dough has a sad, huge... Jeff Johns. Sure... I... Jeff Sorry, Johns is a normally a great comic book writer, so he's a shitty this... TV and movie guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, like, I don't know what uh, happens. Yeah, I know he's a great comic writer, but exactly his other stuff is questionable. You know, I don't know. I mean, okay, he's only credited by uh, for Aquaman and then this movie, but it's a lot of TV shit he's done and uh, movies that he's produced that I, I I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I know he is supposed to be a comic book writer. Like, I don't, he's I don't a know great all this comic stuff, book writer, but, but I just like a great writer. So, so I'm weird. Time, like, I'm just like, what? Yeah, some guys, some people can't and like. He, do and that he was Richard Donner's assistant back in the day. He worked with oh, Richard wow. Donner. 
So yeah. he has definitely like been in there. He's not like some, you know, he's what do you call it? Uh, paid his dues. <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, Kai. All right, Kai. No, any I mean, any other thoughts? Uh, that's that's pretty much it in terms of adding stuff that we haven't mentioned. Um, it was yeah, just giant mess and disappointing. I think Gal Gadot took a bigger role in this one, and I I want to say that it shows because it it just it just reeks of like inexperience in my opinion just complete lack of yeah rough yeah all right uh nick choy any other uh, I, I know you ping me right away when, when you watch this long, it's just mostly a long list of complaints i was telling him i uh, made somebody watch it with me <laughs> like, god damn you who didn't want to watch it already didn't want to watch it I didn't. I didn't know anything about the movie. I I only saw that one trailer, and I didn't read anything. So I was like, "Oh, it looks kind of okay." And then he's like, "I heard this movie so crappy," and I was like, "Come on, man, let's just let's just do it." And then oh, he was so mad at me. Was like, <laughs> I felt like this movie. I got a bunch. I won't go with all the complaints, but it had just had the so many moments where I was like, "What the hell? What the what the, what what's going on? What is going on? What's yeah. happening?" And then it's really. I felt like it was, um, I was going to say it, it surprised me a lot by its ability to, like, I felt like get worse. Like, I was like, oh, I felt like it hit a low point. And then, like, 10, 15 minutes later, I was like, oh my God, God they, they made it worse. Like, what did they do? It's, it was, it was just, um, it had a lot of that for me. I think, uh, I was going to bring up my main problem is, is, yeah, it had all those, you know, issues but there's the inconsistency it had like in its own like self it i i was looking forward to like a real 80s movie and they i feel like they didn't do it well they were like really trying to hammer it into you it's like like this is the 80s you know like the clothes scenes and like they're like oh here's some break dancers and like, all <laughs> that but then like at the end they're like you know how he's like beaming satellite and it's coming up on all these computer screens i was like those those computer screens they're not first of all they're not even color <laughs> <laughs> They're not hooked up to anything. They're, they can't. You can't broadcast it like computer screens in every office. I don't know why that really. I don't know. That was near the end, but and then like with Steve, he's like you know, he's uh been in. He's been there for like a day. He's able to find her and everything. But then like he was so blown away by like um an escalator or something. I was like, he's been in. He's been I around for, like a week or something. He's like escalator. It's like what is this? It's like movie stairs. <laughs> stuff like that and then the i didn't really get the very end where like what what was the difference with the lasso around his foot like how did that change i, I didn't really get it I, but by that point i was like i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no that's a good point, point. I, what what were they she had the lasso on which made him that's what made the difference truth? like you know she had, he had beaten her and but she, or so or she, she had somehow conveyed his, that message to so him, yeah. he's a it. he's a conduit. So I took that as it's attached to his ankle. It forces you to tell the truth or see the truth. So I think she's channeling her words through the lasso to him, that, and the then he's channeling through the world. Well, it, it who knows? You, That's so it like you, it compels you to tell the truth and to see the truth about yourself. And I think yeah. she was, you know, so she's done that before interrogations and stuff like that through the lasso. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. 
I think she, she was she was using that to open his eyes finally of of the the folly of what he's doing, and then thus transmitting that back to the rest of the world. That was my intention. That was my take on it. So so here was where they could have really tied the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, right? Because sure. this is where you can tell they're trying to do that, where she tries to talk about the value of truth, yeah. right, behind actions, intentions, and all this stuff. But it just falls flat because you're just like, oh, we're coming back to the beginning like, of the movie. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> it's so far away. Yeah. But that. we never yeah, explored yeah. the theme Right. except for in the beginning and at the end it's just not like, even a, uh, a visual flashback of her as a kid seeing that being told to her like oh that's right yeah. you know something like that yeah. anything agreed the yeah. whole thing of also about um his the wishes so like you know how he's like keeps wishing he wanted to be the stone and he got people to wish for oil and i was like oh you know and you find out later it's because there's a consequence and all that but it was driving me i was getting so irritated i was like oh because the rest of the movie was so bad, I thought they just made a stupid plot. Like, I'm like, why don't you just wish for money or something? Money. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is why is he going it's such an indirect way. <laughs> and if the movie was better, I would assume that there was going to be like a thing coming, you know, like an explanation coming. But I thought there was going to be no explanation coming. I thought he was just going to be like that. Also, I watched this on Thursday. And I can't remember, I kept talking. We're like, this is like, there was a wishing stone and someone was like, I wish Trump was president. And it was like right after all the... Because it, it looked like I was having flashbacks to the scenes on the news where they're like mobbing the Capitol building. I was, I was like watching it. I was like, oh my God. It's like, this is someone had a wish. I was like, this is the consequence of... That's funny. Yeah. There were so many... There were so many things where it, it was like um, I was comparing to Trump because there was like there were so many bad things by the end. I was like, that's just another thing. It's like, whatever, I can... It, it, couldn't, it couldn't get even, worse. Even the Lord character was sort of pseudo-Trump, if you really look into it. Like this, yeah. you know, that's, 80s yeah. huckster. Tom, you remember Tom Vu? Yeah, totally, Tom Vu, yes. Tom I remember Vu. that. I'm Tom totally, look at, look at me. You want to make million? What's going on? Is it my cousin? Or is it, what is it? Yeah, Tom Vu, come to my seminar. Who's Tom want to make million? That's your that's your ancestor. It's an infomercial guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he was huge I, some, in the eighties. Somebody have, brought like, it up to me, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Who's he, <laughs> he would say, "Come to my seminar." He was exactly like Lord in the beginning, like Is you know, you, we'd be rich like, with ladies. Rich. He's like Tom Vu, you can be right. Rich too. Exactly, oh, it was totally reminded me of that too. Good call. Oh, the, the big letdown thing for me was the eight. I was looking forward to eighty. So like everything they do well, kind of I think in um like stranger things yes uh, exactly bad here like they didn't do yeah. the music and they they kind of so just true. sprinkle it in nicely to get right. a nostalgic feel but here they're just like they kind of shoved it down your throat and not very well and then, what's well, very surface yeah it wasn't like you didn't get the real 80s feel from like the like in stranger things you you feel like you're in mm -hmm. that like they well, make the, the, the show like it you know like you're watching an 80s right. style show whereas this they try i know they try to make it like a cheesy 80 movie 80s movie but i don't think they did it well it's the timing of it it's it's yeah. like the the use of music and the environment and the the vibe it's it's not really yeah. well conveyed like you watch captain marvel and, and you're like oh this is 90s it, it's well structured and done well mm -hmm. and you're it's great point i was thinking the same thing i was watching I'm like where's my 80s stuff you just sort of yeah. like right they did okay. so it's like a checklist. Oh, let's have let's have eighty stuff. Oh, oh, leg warmers. Okay, um, big CRTs. Okay, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, like they, that kind of stuff. It's like a checklist. Like, like yeah, stereotype things. They just did it, but they didn't. They missed the feel of it. I don't know. Right. What it was. 
and no music. I was like, okay, no, where are the great music? music? Right. Like that okay. sells a lot of the stuff. It's so big part of the eighties if you use it properly. And Stranger Things is a great example of that. Yeah. Uh, I like Kristen Wiig. I think she's she I mean she's a comedian, so she can really be, you know, no matter how bad she does, it's like I think she's hey guys, well. I wish that I could be an apex predator. Like, <laughs> like what the I fuck? Know, like, yeah. Wait, I was like, I, I, I literally, when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? Is this how she's going to try to Yeah, totally it was. I think that was when she gave up on the script. This is what apex predator means? Okay. So stupid. I Pedro Pascal, I feel bad for him. He's such a, I like him so much. He's such a good actor. I, I felt yes. like so bad for him doing these like like cheesy like lines and stuff but i, mean, I think <laughs> i think he still did a good job one part i thought was going to be really good i was like looking for when he first went into the to get the airplane like i was like oh they're gonna have some cool like invisible jet and i was so let down by the <laughs> I was like, oh my god <laughs> i was like oh there's gonna be something cool right here there's gonna be finally something good in the movie where they show like a maybe a invisible jet she has hidden there or something but then you just you just get into like an airplane and she just like rubs her hands and makes it i was like oh no just, <laughs> it was such a letdown that scene wasn't a letdown for me yeah like i thought like exactly like she's gonna like hey here's my invisible jet at where i work oh cool yeah. like we didn't have know that because yeah, of... first they go in they show that cool plane he's like looking at something i was like oh maybe there's gonna be something like they're gonna show something cool but no no they didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's 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 it that's, <laughs> that's it. it yeah all right um i'll just provide like i think we talked about a lot of stuff already i'll provide my final thoughts like so i actually i mean I, i'm kind of with nick where I, I thought pedro pascal i think he's a very good actor i just think he like went too cheesy I, I'm, I and it may not be his fault it's, i mean i think some of the writing is just terrible I and i think, that I think they he asked no him choice. Yeah, they asked him to go over the top. I I, I just I appreciated I think it's like, it. I think it's too, it was too over the top for me. Like it's a bit much. Um, it was a highlight. <laughs> it, it fit uh, the character. Go, go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman's character I thought was so boring. This movie, it was just there's nothing oh, like it, it's everyone else around her that does stuff, and she's just like there. Uh, at least in the first one, she's kind of like fish out of water. She's like you know it's kind of cool whatever she's trying to find her place and getting used to everything they flipped it in this movie where steve is that guy mm -hmm. and yep it's fine but it doesn't play as well and it just um i don't know it just i didn't really care for diana prince at all like really that much um in this movie um patty jenkins ronald i think you need to take back what you said in the thing when she got the star wars movie you, you said in Slack something about this is Patty Jenkins' world or something. <laughs> I think you could take that back because now <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not looking forward to that Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. <laughs> um, she, yeah. I, I apparently they. I read that she and uh, Jeff Johns have a third outline of the story of Wonder Woman ready to go, and I'm just like, okay, well, I'm no, really not looking forward to it. They already announced it. They, yeah, they announced that. But I didn't know that this story was ready to go. Like, like, it, yeah, whatever. Um, it's a blank piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. I know. And it's and actually, better. this reminds me. This reminds uh -huh. me, like, so in terms of that flip flop relationship, right? It's also the uh -huh. same thing where in the first movie you're led to believe she never needs Steve. Yeah. 
and then in this movie she's like steve's like all she can think of and all she wants and yeah like, yeah let's it's, that like, falls what? right into my next point like they knew each other for like a week and she's been obsessed with him for 60 years or something right like yeah, why can you get over him seems crazy love, man that's, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, man, one other guy? Come on, come on. You've been alive for so many, whatever. Um, but I like to parallel that with uh, what they did in uh, with Captain America. There, it feels much more, like, natural. I mean, again, there's ti- the timing is different, but Cap is the guy who's out of time, and he's trying to figure out the world. But, um like you feel that there, there is like they they trace or, or they leave trails to like Peggy up until all the way till Endgame. So you do feel at the end of it like there's something there. It's just there's so, such a short time with these two characters in the two movies that it's just I don't know. It doesn't really feel satisfying. Her running away from Steve is just so like wow. Like this is so anticlimactic. Oh, it was just like yeah. You, this is what you need to do, Diana. She's like no, no, no. And then like I felt like Chris Pine only- was the hero. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. It, this is the same scene from the first movie, right? Like, he's like, I gotta go do this, Dana. Like, I have to yeah. go do this thing. And then mm-hmm. she's like, no, don't go. Like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. They they replayed the same exact thing. And um, I am going to steal some of this, like, rewriting from uh, another podcast that I heard. But, like, wouldn't it have been better if, uh, uh, damn it, I can't remember. The, the main thing is, like, what, wouldn't it have been better if she actually lost all of her powers and she actually used the armor and her being heroic would just be trying to fight Cheetah with the armor with no powers? Like, that's kind of, like, yeah, cool yeah. and different, right? That, that's showing her heroic side, yeah. Um, what about if, instead of her running away from Steve, what if she is the one that actually gives him up? Like, like I have to mm-hmm. I have to be the hero. Like, the, the world is, like, messing be up. Like wasn't Steve, I'm exactly. sorry. Like I love you, but it's like <laughs> I have to exactly for the right. That's such like little like small things in writing that could that's, make that's the movie. That's my point on the Reddit thing. Exactly, the whole body swapping thing. They yeah, that if she said, "Look, I can't," you know, I have to be the bigger hero. Great, yeah. I'm fine with like, that. I can't. It, it just not seemed, my happiness at the expense of someone else. Yeah, it just makes her weaker in this weak in this movie, and it's just kind of like sad. Like I felt bad for her. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, compared to yeah, I was trying to do a parallel with Captain America and Peggy, but it's just man. I, but in Cap, he's not been alive like the whole time. He's been frozen. He came back like he's still fresh in his mind. And even he, he's not like upset. I can't believe that's true. That's America, a good point. He's he's not like <laughs> I know. he's not obsessed with her. It's not like it's not. She's not his. Whole yeah, but they build their relationship really well in the first movie, right? Yeah, in yeah. First Avenger, like I think they, they spent more time. Sixty years, more than sixty years. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, it's it's a good point that he is on ice, so it's not like he was pining for Peggy all those years. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. That's why it works, though, because it's like yeah, it was work. Yes, true. Because yeah. it felt like yesterday to him. That's yeah, just... exactly, exactly. I mean, this, I'm just saying, like the story uh, of how it's written is a lot better. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, I was pretty disappointed. Um, I, I I honestly went in. And there's, I don't know if you guys read about it, but there's controversy because the people who got to screen the mo- the movie, like people were saying like, oh, this is like an incredible Wonder Woman movie. And this is, yeah. uh, it topped the first one. Like all of like the, the initial reviewers said that. And then when it that. came out, everyone was like, wait, what the fuck was that? That terrible yeah. ass movie. And <laughs> then also her. like, 
who are these reviewers that you sent this yeah. to because it it boosted like whatever the reviews of it and uh so yeah there's some some controversy there i i can't i i do not understand people who uh really enjoy this movie like yeah there's no yeah, way it's very difficult for me to understand that um even like i'm trying to take the the perspective of a female as well even as a female I'm like this is like this logic just none, none of it works like uh yeah it's just as a human objectively well, it's just like it doesn't work <laughs> Like I said, if, if you don't think about any of the any of the plot <laughs> points or lo- you know, logic holes, it's so. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I watch still... movies to. Think I almost want to say, actually, I will say that. Oh, I'm completely blanking on her name. Who's Ray? I think Ray is a better role model than Wonder Woman right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. Always. Like, that's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Yeah. For what? Yeah, from Star Wars. For... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. She's a better role model. Then, like, yeah, I I walked out of this movie like I don't feel good about Wonder Woman at all. Like, I, there's nothing <laughs> like too inspiring, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it just wasn't there. And also, like, okay, sorry, since we're talking about it real quick, she electrocutes Cheetah at the end, and she's in the water, so she doesn't get electrocuted, I guess, right? Yeah, but then, clearly. I thought that Cheetah, too. <laughs> then Cheetah just climbs out at the end. She's just alive, like. I guess well, it showed that she didn't die. Amazonian uh, is my guess. I don't know. Oh, is that why okay. she didn't get electrocuted? Because she's super strong. Zeus, something yeah. Amazonian. Electricity shouldn't hurt her too much. If <laughs> along those as lines. As long as we're talking about that, is there a thing where she, the break, like one of the things I really, I was like, ah, oh, I think the worst, like the last thing was when she's like um, lassoing the lightning and like flying. <laughs> what oh. the hell is that? Oh, oh yeah, at some point she thing. does that. Mm. Yeah, That's it's... a movie thing. That, I don't know. They're trying to just sell the trailer. That one, pretty much. I was like, oh, it's like those uh, just like where that was trailer the last bait. one. Where I was like, oh, that's it. Trailer <laughs> bait. That is it. Wait, was it a plane or lightning? Because I thought later on they clarified it. Like she it's she's actually. It was first, lightning. First, I remember yeah. there was lightning. It was, it was both. She, it was both. lightning. Okay, okay, I'll have to watch that part again. But yeah. Did she use her uh, bracelets at all in this movie? No. Not very little. Very little. I think at one point she tried to, right, and it, and it didn't work or something. Yeah. You know what she used? She used her tiara like Captain America. Yeah, I, I kind of like bad. that. That like, that was kind of interesting. That's okay. yeah, use. That's like yeah. the books. I mean, there's yeah. precedent. That is from the TV show. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, they were trying to make her more TV of a show. defensive warrior. <laughs> they were making more of a for her more of a defensive warrior fighter using lasso versus sword and shield, but it just kind of weird. I, I don't I don't mind the idea, but it's just kind of came off weird. To yeah. Me. She lasted right. lightning. Yeah, dude, you'll uh, never be that cool. Um, all right, let's go around and do our reviews for Wonder Woman 1984. Arthur? Okay, I'm going to give it a seven. Wow! Only, beca- only because of the cast. Only because, so when I look at a superhero movie, if the characters are okay, I'll usually weight that more than the story. Like BVS, there was character assassination and bad story. So I'll rate that lower. This one, I liked the four principles for what they were given. And at least they're not character assassination to me. Like, okay, Lord's character is different from the books. That's kind of okay. But at least I felt like the characters are there. But if the characters aren't there, I would have rated it lower than that. In terms of story and plot and tone and all that other stuff, oh, it's all over the place. 
but the only thing you don't think they assassinated Cheetah? <laughs> I feel like they did assassinate everybody in this um, movie. <laughs> I think that she was underdeveloped. I think I would have wanted uh, more. It, it was pretty okay. pointless. I, I don't think that yeah. she yeah. really needed to be in the movie. Well, yeah. I, as a character, I liked Kristen Wiig. I wish there was more. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. So I don't think it was a, a knock on her. I liked her transformation from nerd to serious psycho. But you mean you know, from it, uh, dressed to yoga pants? Yeah, yeah, whatever, right? So, but character-wise, and her acting and the character was, it wasn't too far off. I just wish there was more of her. And obviously, they they, they put her aside, unfortunately. So it kind of focused I mean, more on Max. Really to the plot, huh? Now that you mentioned it, huh? and it wasn't, so, and that's kind of disappointing. But what they did have, I thought, okay, well, I thought she did a good job at least. And it wasn't too far off from the the real Cheetah character, but then. Part of it is also maybe I don't have the huge sentimental attachment to that character. So yeah, I know nothing about Cheetah from this movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, the four principles, uh, character-wise at least, you know, like I, I would put more weight on Batman versus Superman because I feel like, man, those are more important to me. So I, I, if they assassinate those characters, oh my gosh, that I'm all over you. But okay, Cheetah, I'm just more disappointed that you didn't give her more and round out her character more. but. Act, actor wise, she I thought she was fine. You know, I liked her. Nick, I told you he was gonna defend it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I told yeah. you ahead of time. Yeah, crazy. Oh, I don't I'm not just I'm not defending the movie is good. I'm I thinking the only based on the characters. It's very high. It's very generous, I think. Only for the characters. Ray, Ray, oh jeez. I, I don't want to revisit this something. ever again. Yeah. yeah. Uh that's mean though. Uh Ronald? Five. I'd give it a I'd give it a five. That's it. Okay. Just give it a five. That's yeah. fair. Um, Kai. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm at like the four and a half camp. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. I I literally would never want to see this again. Nor do I even want to at all see a third movie. I can't. I don't even know what they would do. It's, I have to say that, 2004. I have to say this about. Kai, like he'll really shit on a movie and give it a higher than higher score than I think. <laughs> like then he's gonna give it, then he reviews it. It True. always is higher than what I think it's going to be. I feel like that's. I mean, I days. think I, I I do think it's better than BVS. Um, well, that's that's a low bar. Which I, is not I, you know what? Much. I, I gonna um, I think I'm gonna disagree with you there. What? Whoa. You are freaking kidding Whoa. me. I think I'd rather watch BVS. At how much of a mess it is, then watch this movie again. Wow! Oh, you're kidding me? Okay. No, no, you, I, yeah, I have I no respect for you. I don't know you, if I do that. <laughs> yeah. At I'm least sorry. there's no. action. I guess there's action scenes in that one that I will want to watch. That's okay. That yeah, Wonder Woman part. <laughs> that I can understand. If, purely I, action. For me, sure, this is, but... I think I don't wonder what I gave BVS. I don't remember, but it's on the equal par with BVS for me. It's just so bad in a different way. Okay, sorry. So, Nick, what is your score? I give it a three. And uh, I didn't know. Did you say is he also wrote Aquaman? Because uh, I was gonna say Aquaman. I, if this movie was able to like not take itself seriously and kind of like, and she could be kind of like uh, Jason Momoa. You know, he kind of made it fun oh. and. Whatever. Aquaman was worlds in a way better than yeah, this. It was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. It was like cheesy, but my gosh, I, I, it's like every 
they, they could just make it like light and she didn't she kind of looked like she was having fun with it. she didn't look like she was ha- like enjoying herself being in the movie i i don't know what it was but i kind of yeah. got that feeling i mean and they gave was... her nothing to work with well, I mean, she you, also you, doesn't you, work hard at all yeah i mean you also like heard right they made everyone all the amazonians learn her her accent so that because oh, yeah. she, she oh no yeah because uh, she can't really that. do another accent and so they made everyone else around her um learn her accent wow yeah didn't know that. Like that sounds like good everything else that she's been in just you know <laughs> yeah okay um so three i am uh i'm kind of with nick i i give it a three and a half three and a half yeah, I think that's where I'm at. So, um, okay, cool. Um, what's next? What's next? I think we got. I think we should do uh, maybe Wandavision when it's all done. Oh yeah, it's, I'm uh, looking forward to that. That's gonna take some time. That's gonna take some time. It, I think it's a mini series, right? It's a mini series. It's, it's only six episodes. But they don't. So a month and, yeah. But they don't throw it all at once, though. Yeah, so about a month it, and a half. That's. You know, right. I don't think it'd be like Wonder Woman. I was kind of wishing we could have just like done like a live cat, like watch it at the same time together. And oh, kind of oh that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been yeah. funny. It was so fun. It's just yeah. <laughs> that's true. A live part, a watch, a watch party. A watch yeah. party yeah. And, and record so, the watch party, I, you know, or something. Yes. Oh, I did like the end credit scene from this one. Oh, oh yes, Carter. yes, yes. That was cool. This is a surprise. Very cool. Yeah. She should have had a really sad nice face. Touch. Wait, what happened, Nick? <laughs> My friend made me turn it off. He was like, wait, 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 no. That part was cool. So do you want us to explain it? What happened? Yeah, yeah. I'll go back. So they're like just like in a town and like this light, it was like a light pole, right? A light pole, a light post. It falls over and so it's falling, I think a little girl or something. And uh, somebody like stops it from falling. And did she push it back up or I don't even know what she does to it? Well, so the the camera's following a woman in blue and you don't know who she is like oh. it could be diana it could be not yeah um and then she she grabs it with one hand and then kind of puts it aside oh, okay okay the lady the kid was about to be crushed was like thank you very much yeah. oh my gosh you saved my kid and then she turns around it's linda, linda carter. carter who was and, and then she's who like, ends up being yeah, the original one the um the the, the, character, the character with armor asteria the one who had the armor yeah. in that scene yeah yes how do you know it's her right um don't they say it she says her name. Tell her. Yeah, she says her name, and she she kind of winks at you in the way, camera, saying, <laughs> "Yeah, they, they ask something her, like that." They ask her like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "Asteria." It's like, "That's a beautiful name." And then I think she said yep. something like, "It's from my country or something like that." I forget. Oh yeah, yeah, it's from my people or from my culture. She winks at the camera and says, "I've been doing this for a long time," and I'm like, "That's cool." That's cool. Because um, cool. you know, it's kind of giving you know honor, homage, and respect to. You know her for doing that show, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, you can, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, Nick. <laughs> I yeah. Have, yeah. Oh, they should put Adam West in a uh, Batman. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, you're whack. Okay, you're going to hell. Oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> oh man, with Adam West, oh. you're going to hell. Oh man, he should be in the multiverse. Okay. <sighs> Wait, you know, do you know you Adam West is dead? Right? My score now. You CGI him. Okay, no, no more. Dang, <laughs> man. This is over. This is over. This is over. Yeah. Dang, <laughs> man. That's the line. 
Uh, Dang, man. All right, so maybe yeah, maybe we'll do. You got me reconsidering my score now. Hmm. Maybe we'll do WandaVision next. I don't know if anything big is coming out. The next comic book movies, I believe, is uh, Black Widow in May, and we don't even know if that's going to come out then. I know it's a whole year delay. Um, And if you look at the timeline, Shang Chi is only two months after that. I mean, on on the schedule right now. And there's Eternals is supposed to be out this year as well. So you might get like a a super packed. uh, a super packed year. Well, you um, have Loki in April too, shortly after, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier somewhere in between there. I think There's a lot going on. This Falcon year. and Winter Soldier's first, right? I believe so. Yeah, probably March, I think. Yeah, and then think Loki Falcon is Winter like Soldier's May. March. Yeah. So it's 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 like a month and a half between each of these three shows. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um. And they're launching the the first two Wandavision episodes this Friday, so it's not just one. Yeah, they're shorter. They're, yeah. And then the last three are... Wait, it's nine episodes? How many episodes? I think it's like six or seven, I think. All right, you know what? It might be seven, eight. I'm not sure. I know Falcon and Winter Soldier are shorter from what I remember. Yeah. One division like seven or eight. Okay. So it'll be... So it'll, be, it'll at least be two months before we all finish. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, dedicate this podcast to, to that. Um Hope he comes back with us next time. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. we find something else to talk about. Uh, we we will podcast it then. Until then, signing off uh, for Anthony, Arthur, Ronald, Nick, and Kai.